0: Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death
1: and is scheduled for one hour, maybe more, It there's no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Furnace, he is the Pyramid,
0: Run! It's
2: gonna be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money
1: baby. how much you can pay? And his partner? From the of Stevenson.
3: From the Echo City to community centre. I've got stories that are gonna blow your mind.
2: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. It is the year 2021. My name's Rob Florence. Grado is here as always. Uh, Grado, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't like when Happy New Year's out of the window, mate. That's what the fuck is it? The Happy thing, New days? Year is not out of the window, mate, until it is the first couple of weeks of January, I think, are fine and we're still within that window, I would say. So, Happy New Year to you, mate. Sorry, didn't on a podcast, but if somebody come up to me in the street and said Happy New Year, but they're probably not looking there these days, but I would. I'd get I'd get mortified for them. What if they hadn't seen you what if they hadn't seen you like run about New Year? So this was the first time they saw you. Uh is it not acceptable then? Cut off the sixth, seventh, pu- the ninth at a push? No, I say I would say two weeks. I would say there's a two week window. And then even even so, I would I would still give people why are you I mean I wouldn't resent anybody telling me happy new year at any time of the fucking year could see somebody in July, and I've not seen them since the previous year, and they go, ah, Happy New Year. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, thanks for thinking of that. You know what I mean? Even coming into their heat that late in the year would make me feel quite special. No, I'm a bit funny with stuff like that, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, now, uh, let's just move on to see what the punters are up to, because this is a, uh, you know, it's about the fans, this podcast. Before,
4: a- we, before we get into that, can we address this, that Grado started watching wrestling again, Rab? We found out that Grado started watching wrestling over the Express Festival, I think this it needs to be addressed at the top of the show. I don't
2: like the Sound of this? What, have you, what what are you doing watching wrestling?
3: I just I've kind of been missing it, and we've been locked down and all that's carry on. And you're right, I've managed to fit in three or four shows. Uh, I uh, watched the New Japan show. I watched two episodes at AEW. I can't get into WWE. Um, and the night I would have tried to t- to get last night's impact, and uh, me. But I'm going to do that later. On. I don't know, man. I've just been missing it. It's kind of bro- I've, I've, I've I've been into it. I've been watching um, documentaries and stuff. Aye, like- I- it's just I have missed it. It's been a been a while. So, aye. So I've I mean, been watching.
2: I've been watching a wee bit here and there. I have to say, I've been keeping my horn in. And uh, but about you know, when I'm not watching basketball, when I'm not watching my Brooklyn Nets playing, uh, as you can see on the hat.
3: Where did you really start liking basketball? What? Where did you start liking basketball?
2: Yeah, I love basketball. What are you doing? Do you? I'm basically I'm the biggest basketball fan in Scotland. Chicago cargo build one? I do ba- basketball daft. you know, you know listening to basketball daft? <laughs> Who's your favourite player? Then it's me and the crankies. Present it, basketball daft. They, they think it's called swinging daft. <laughs> I've not told them. Who's your favourite player? Michael Jordan. Of all time of the new.
3: Who's 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 the top dog? You know?
2: Well the new my favourite Who's the Rangers play- of the Basketball World? The new my favourite player is I'm um, I'm big on Jarrett Allen in the Brooklyn Nets, who's a young guy, twenty two years old, who um is just getting better and better with every passing season in the bubble. He was this is all part of our day in basketball daft. Let's day right. this. Let's see what the correspondence for the people has been. Um over the, over the past few we while well. Now, somebody get in touch. This is Rory we get in touch with, and he says, he says, hi now, currently working my way through the podcast. In episode 44, Grado says he went to his first Scottish independence showing a wrestler called the Great Scott McKenzie he was there. He, he went to uni down here in Northampton. Oh, fuck, man, I've done a Scottish accent for his one. He went to uni down here in Northampton and learned, in the loosest possible sense of the word, to wrestle down here at a promotion called Brawl. I remember Brawl. As soon as Grado said he stunk, I knew who he was talking about. He was the big cheese at Brawl, and he used to run chop training for the young trainees, me at 14. Brawl brought over C.W. Anderson and Chili Willy in August 2001 after the demise of ACW. He worked Chilly Willy and was the cock of the walk after that. He went over to the US to train under CW shortly after for six weeks and on a show, they had him dress up as Santa and had the heels attack him, which also involved a 12-inch black rubber dildo being shoved in his mouth. He came back to UK and disappeared shortly after. Love the podcast. Cheers, Rory. So that was a Rory there, who is Scott McKenzie's stalker, Um, just keeping us up to date with uh, Scott McKenzie's career. Wow. Did you enjoy that? That was fucking... Oh, uh, I hope he's I hope the great Scott
3: McKenzie is not a listener to the show. If he's still alive, this was uh, 20 years ago. And uh wow could man. Have great... Could have
2: succumbed to the COVID easy, <laughs> being that age range, maybe. <laughs> you don't know. Uh
3: he that, that Brawl show had that in tape as well. The Chili and C.W.
2: Anderson one. Rotten. Hats off to Bronze Cello, who was able to get a quick screen grab of this from WWE on BT Sports Twitter account before it was deleted. WWE and BT Sports said they tweeted out, what is a crazy WWE fact that sounds fake but isn't? And Meng's mullet replied, Vince McMahon helped Jimmy Snooker get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> this is a danger, is it? This is a danger when you open up your social media accounts. Uh, social media is terrible. We asked on Twitter, by the way, speaking of social media, whether or not you get any wrestling presents for Christmas. So before we get to the listeners, Grado, did you get any wrestling presents for your Christmas?
3: do you know what man i'm starting to think about it probably the first year i never got any wrestling i mean this i got a secret santa thing for one of the troops at the radio and it was a wwe trump's trump's card mm-hmm. wwe trump's card does that exist so that's top, the only tr- thing top i got trump set Aye, top trump set i got top trump
2: set Aye, I, I, say, I bought a deck of top trump's cards is it like fat stickers it's it. like it's a game where you just you play a card and your opponent plays a card, and then whoever has the highest number in a chosen category is. Uh, is What's the snap? No snap. but it's it's not it's Scabby snap. Queen and all let's that kind of thing. It's me it me. not Scabby Queen. It's Mer What like, What is it, Mer like Is Mer just simply a game of you know you're trying to play the higher number than your opponent uh, based on category? So let's say for example, oh, Bruce for Safe. Gradle could be charisma. Um, Gradle could be technical ability. Eighty, charisma ninety-two. Um, height or, or not? No, uh, strength. Uh, Seventy-five. Blue nose. Ninety-nine. <laughs> and then you play it against Mark Held. So You put Grado down, and I would maybe put down Chris Sutton, for example. And you would say blue nose, and you go against Chris Sutton, who's a blue nose rating of zero, and Grado would win <laughs> that in that category. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Right. cool man. It's stolen my boot along with a ga- cake of galaxy chocolate. So I might. Why have you not know, ate the galaxy chocolate? I don't want to get into my habits, mate. I really, really I don't. I don't. I didn't get any wrestling presents because I'm a grown man. But let's see what the. <laughs> but what did you get? What did I get? Well, not,
3: how can you say that? What is fucking behind you in that room? There's a lot of ring shit. Those Star are, Wars there's, there's and fucking
2: There's no Lord of the, Rings shit. Lord of the Rings shit behind there me. There is no, Zelda, fucking Lord of the Rings. there's no Zelda behind me. Warhammer. There's well, there's Warhammer behind me. Let's <laughs> uh, cool, man. let's see what eh, Andy got. Andy get a signed John Cena print and some baklava If he's work Secret Santa. Eh, I hope you not know an IRA right baklava? Oh baclava! I'm thinking balaclava. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> what is a baklava? Baclava is like that. It's like a pastry. Um it's tasty. The clever Paul gets spoiled. He he got the autograph Finn Balor DVD and the new wrestling daft. Mark is here. Shop. Okay. Um, uh, 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 they uh, they still do DVDs. DVDs still exist, eh? Um, well, you can get yours by the way. If you want a wrestling daft T-shirt, remember listeners, you can get yours at shopspreadshirtcouk forward slash wrestling daft uh, Kyle Customs the maker of wrestling figures extraordinaire big f- friend of the show friend of the podcast he got American football shoulder pads uh, because he's going to convert them into road warrior stroke LOD style shoulder pads have seen the update on Instagram I've actually been following that it does look pretty exciting that Let guy to- could go all the way with all that stuff by the way let me tell you something. Yeah, that guy, if anybody's going to be able to turn a pair of shoulder pads into a pair of LED shoulder pads, it's going to be Kyle Customs. Uh, check out Kyle Customs on Twitter and stuff if you want to look into the custom wrestling figure business. Stevie got a Triple H stroke motorhead t shirt. Uh, mick got a Wrestling Daft t shirt. That's good. Uh, well no, done to everybody go that got Wrestling Daft merch. That's cool, isn't it? Is he a picture dick out? Um, he sent us but looks oh, like fuck, I co- just looks like he's covered his dick with a uh, picture of my face appreciate <laughs> that uh, finally thanks to E Andrew Dice Clay who brought to your attention a clip of Gradle teaching Japanese wrestler Kikotaro to, to sing Donald where's your Trouser?s let me do that again and finally thanks to Ian e Andrew Dice Clay who brought to your attention a clip of Gradle teaching Japanese wrestler Kikotaro uh, uh, Donald where's your and um, the famous Scottish song here we go <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
2: better than the actual lyrics. Love it. That was good. That was <sighs> that was good. I like that. When, when was that? When was that? You worked with him? Oh, that was uh, that was in the Midwest, uh, December
3: two thousand and fifteen. I believe we were travelling for Indianapolis, Gary, Indianapolis, to fucking. Where have we gone? It doesn't matter, but
2: they were the days. They were the days, eh? They were
3: the days. I feel like some fucking washed up, um, you know, you get the fucking pop bands that, you know, that team up together and, and release, you know, you get like the Cunt Club 7, the country 5 man, they're all look the junkies and sit together and talk about their, their, their stories, say back in the 90s. That's what I feel like, you know? Fuck me, you're not. We, we don't think you're that don't we know John
4: no you're not washed up Grado you've got a good career ahead of yeah. you I've still got hope for the WWE
3: mate I'm doing the travel on the fucking radio in the
2: morning <laughs> 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 right no uh, we always do the pun in well it seems like we always do it now we'll see how long we're going to run it this year though I feel as if it's coming to a natural oh
3: no it's brilliant oh Rab you're a touch come every on man every week
2: we ask you to come up with puns based on wrestling loads of people having a dry January right now No, me I have to say so we ha- we thought we'd rub your noses in it by asking for alcohol based wrestling puns this week so here we go <laughs> Chris got in touch with Chief J Strongbow Dark Fruit. <laughs> Well Jägermeister Meister Perfect Make <laughs> good Kev says the big boss Manhattan Gustav says vodka red bull Buchanan. Tiger Ali Singer two beers and one and bam bam big and brow Kyle says hacksaw jam and tonic <laughs> Glasgow Bob Greg the hammered Valentine John says King Kong Budweiser Bailey's <laughs> Cactus Jack Daniels Steven says D'Lo Brown Ale. And James says Jack Daniels Bryan. Pablo's Vault Horror get in touch with Glenn Jacobs Creek. RVWKD Carling Black Label. Black Label ICW. Boozer Brody. <laughs> man Boozer Brody is good and Heineken Reich Scott says Sin Carling Karate Warrior get in touch with Sambuca T and Peroni Saturn Martin says Tenant's Special Delivery Jones Ridley Hendricks get in touch with Bobby the Brain
0: Steaming
2: Mean Gin Okerland Lex Lager <laughs> uh, The Honky Plonk Man Johnny Wejushin Super Lager
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant How <laughs> <laughs> do I get in beats
2: huh? <laughs> that? Super Lager Steve O says Innocent BT Gun, <laughs> Echo Falls Count Anywhere. <laughs> Just Brad says CM Punk IPA, That's Rowdy Vody Piper, <laughs> Rum Simmons, <laughs> and Maduri Funk Jr., which is oh, great. Wadanoid says Tully Drunkard, <laughs> Boozer <laughs> T, <tea. laughs> Brandy Savage, <laughs> and Jake the Jake Roberts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
2: Fuck me, John Cena Caladas that came for Chad and Craig got in touch with Ricky the dragon soup steamboat <laughs> the big red stripe machine uh, Jake Snakebite Roberts um, Big Mad Andy gave his mad dog Jesse James <laughs> Toast McSavage gave his Dolph Zinfandel the big slow gin and fix <laughs> <Pixar Pished>. a <laughs> And degenerate sixty six said Scott Hall. Oh, sorry, I read that wrong. He said, making the joke that we asked just for alcoholics, that's which funny, is really distasteful. Um, that was really good. Obviously, if anybody is dealing with um, alcohol-related issues at the minute, um, which is possible with everything that's going on um, with the lockdowns, with the pandemic, and stuff like that, then do if you feel you're in need of talking to someone for some help or some guidance on that issue then make sure to do that I mean it is a it is an issue that's um, quite widespread and um, I mean I'm sure you must agree here Gredo are you in the see on that front dot
3: Drink, drinkaware.co.uk <laughs>
2: And if you want, oh here, what are we going to do for the puns next week? I don't know.
4: For some reason, I was thinking fags.
2: No way. Fags. <laughs> Have we done
4: drugs? Oh, not we've done, done drugs. Done. Have we done, done drugs? Done. We did medicine. We did medicine, but we've not done drugs. I've never done. eye. What about just fucking debauchery then?
3: What about drugs and fags? <laughs> <laughs> well, fags is a drug. Aye, <laughs> right, you're right.
2: So, drugs well, we did fags. drugs. That'll be good. So be like
3: SmackDown, but you know what I mean? It's, you know, fucking.
2: A.K. Lynch. Aye. Uh, oh.
3: Kid Hash. Kid Hash.
2: Yep. We're laughing. Aye. We've got it. Aye. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook. Our email is indeed at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Now every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling, the kids going to school for the homeschooling. Well, I actually, John's written this again. I think it's good that the kids are homeschooling, so I don't know what John's suggesting here. John's suggesting we put our wains into school eh, and have them spreading COVID. Is that what you're suggesting, no, John? No, I'm
4: not suggest. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just suggesting that homeschooling is a fucking absolute pain in the fucking hole, is what I'm suggesting.
2: Well, are my- you de- are you de- are you doing de- it the new John?
4: Aye I- I'm doing two children and trying to do a job, and they shouldn't be in schools. They absolutely shouldn't be in schools. My wife's a teacher, but, but it's a fucking hard graft, I'll tell you that much.
2: So, obviously, there's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to talk about here in terms of burying and putting over and stuff like that. There's already been a Wrestling Daft episode out this week, and it was the marks, right? And you just had a chance there to talk about the the kind of big shocker for before Christmas, which was Brody Lee passing away, which I think shocked every wrestling fan that was out there. So, what what, what were the boys saying about that, John?
4: I mean, I, I mean, it was just a shock to everyone, wasn't it? You saw the outpouring from, like, both sides of wrestling, AEW and WWE. I have to say, though, the, the, the show that um, AEW put on, the tribute show, was absolutely incredible. I've never seen anything like that, with Wayne, you know, hitting, you know, giving the belt. It, it was absolutely incredible. And I don't know if you've seen um, the promo that... Um, uh, what's his... I've told... His name's just completely escaped me. Eric uh, Rowan. Eric Rowan. Not Eric Rowan. Um, <clears throat> oh, God! He just came out of AEW recently. He's, you're a big fan of him, Rab. And his name was... Oh my, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Um, I don't the know one if, he did backstage. The one he did backstage after the show is one of the most incredible moments I've seen in wrestling in a long time, you know, and it was just... It was just an absolute shock, you know, and... AEW did, I think, an incredible job. And, and seeing that, WWE have, have come out as well and, and done a great job. So, listen. Horrible, right. you, you,
3: you'll struggle to find that a death that's affected uh, the wrestling community as much as what it has. It's affected a lot of people. Not, not one bad, bad word to say, but the guy. Total family man. Um, it's just a horrible, horrible story. Horrible, you know, horrible story.
4: You
3: never worked on did you? I never worked. I met once, far enough he was with, with his family. It was in New Orleans. And you couldn't meet a nicer, nicer guy. Um, and you're right, man. It's, I, I, I can tell why he's right up your street, Rob. Definitely.
2: He was a guy. I. He was. I mean, I loved him when he was in WWE, um, and really hoped that they would daimer with him because he's, he's. You know, he's. I always talk about how I love these big men that can, they can just really, really go. And he just had. and. You know. <clears throat> You you can go too, but obviously it was a big shock at the time. It was really sad because it's like he, he's, you know, just his kids and all that kind of stuff. And then you think as a die yourself, it's just like the worst. It's the worst thing um, and the biggest shock. And I do think they handled it all beautifully and all the stuff they did with his wee boy and you know, all that. And um, you know, bringing his wee boy, making making his wee boy really feel like he, he had a wider family around him. I mean, he had that support of a wider family around him, and it was it was it was really moving when you were seeing people like Cody. You know, in with the wee guy Because Cody's lost his dad as well You know what I mean And I know Cody's a grown man Who lost his dad But I, Which is, you know Which is on a different level But I think When you've, when you've lost your dad You know You know what I mean You know um, You know what that feels like It doesn't matter whether you're, you're 8 or you're 10 Or you're 30 Or you're 40 Or you're 50 It's something you feel really keenly And I think they did that Really beautifully But there's I, there's a lot there's a lot of happiness to take out you as well because man, fuck me. I would I would love it if after I passed away people people spoke about me like that, you know what I mean? It's like that's just you've lived a you've lived a great life and you know he, he lived a he lived a short life and was was you know passed away way too soon. But man, to, to have people speak of you that highly and to be that moved and like you say, great don't need to be a bad word to say. And we have family that loved you, and we, um, you know, your, your your colleagues that loved you, and friends that loved you, and bosses that loved you, um, and trainees that loved you, and you know, just just fans, people that passed through his life and stuff. And it's just, hopefully, in time, you know, I'm I'm sure everybody's going to help he, his kids see that as well. That that's like special, having that, a special in this fucking world man it's special having a dad who made so many people so happy and so that felt so good to have known him you know what I mean I, I hope I hope that's the one positive that they can take going forward and I, and I think the other positive will be that you know that family will be looked after by everybody you know what I mean 100% Why?
1: Um,
2: but I, I, I love it it makes me it's an extremely sad thing and it was an extremely upsetting thing when it happened but I think when you look when you look at it now it makes you smile about wrestling that that's like one of the positive sides of wrestling when you can see that outpouring of love for um, for people who all love the same thing and all, all recognise somebody who um, put a good face on wrestling, you know what I mean? Um, I,
3: you know, it's like John Moxley, can you say it better when he was talking about it, how it's, wrestling's a community? And it and is, man, it's like, <clears throat> you know, they're fit my daft, you did basketball daft, Rab. Mm-hmm. but wrestling daft, it does feel like a... There's something about the wrestling community as it it's like we're all, I mean, it's weird. Like we are. It's. I want to say we're all a team, but we are kind of all a team because it's a kind of weird thing that we're into. There's nothing as a bit abnormal and it. The, the obsession that we have, especially yeah. the obsession that we get, like the ex, the extremities to the to the, to the obsession that we've got. with. I mean, I'm fucking. I paid twenty five pound to watch a, a a documentary about how a belt was made well, the
2: other day. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think the difference is you get you you do football daft and uh, I I do basketball daft, like you say, the you know, and our fans are sports and stuff like that. And the the things are great because they're tribal. You know what I mean? Like Rangers fans know it's a tribe, and Celtic fans know it's a tribe, and fans of the Lakers it's a tribe, and fans of the Brooklyn Nets it's a tribe. But wrestling is all one big tribe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's maybe different companies and different promotions, but when it gets right down to the nitty gritty, we're all one. We're all one tribe, and so when one when one great example of what we all love, which, and, and, and in truth, what we all love is we don't actually love the wrestlers who are um, great in the ring and all that, but they're fucking assholes backstage. We don't love them. Nobody likes hearing that story. Anybody that says that they do like hearing that story about a wrestler is lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what we like to hear is um, somebody who's great in the ring, somebody who's great on the mic, and all the boys and all the women in the back love them as well. You know what I mean? that's what you want to hear you know i mean that's they're they're the, they're the guys we really love and i think we, we feel it strongly when they go because they, they fit that ideal of what we want wrestling to be so you hear the stories of own heart kind of reminds you of that does not it because not not that one person
3: had a bad word to say about him and the stories you hear about own heart are like you're waiting on mail, did not you like aye, i, I mean, remember just like talking to jeff jarrett one night to tell me stories about own heart and tell me what the difference Ribsy used to play and how they used to travel together and they, they knew this. You know, it, it was run about WrestleMania time and this woman who used to do like, their gear and he used to look after them and look after their flights and stuff like that and and he was telling me about the relationship Owen had with us, all woman and it was just, it was amazing hearing the stories and you just think, what a great guy and I think that's going to be the, the case with Brody Lee for years to come as well. Everybody will have the same sort of sentiment, the same kind of love for
2: what they did for Owen Hart. Aye. There's one merry thing um, I want like to say about... The, there was a wee bit of business happening after Brody Lee passed away with the, with the fucking dot sheets. Oh, and mate. Fuck me, man. No. Wow. We must never forget this. And, and it's, I think wrestling fans should be duty-bound to remember this. Dirt sheets are referred to as the dirt sheets for a reason. It's because they are trash. They are trashy. Um, dirty. it's a dirty business um, where writers who I'm not even convinced are 100% fans of wrestling uh, just try and gain traction among a fan base. Um, um, among that tribe that I'm talking about, they try and gain traction by spreading gossip and spreading malicious rumour. And that's how they always were. We talk about how ah, the wrestlers back in the day they used to read the dirt sheets and stuff like that. And they used to hate the dirt sheets and they used to hate the dirt sheet writers and that. And there was a fucking reason for that. And the reason for that was these, these people won their loyalty... They weren't the loyalty, the spirit of wrestling, or they weren't the loyalty. All they, were, all they cared about was getting some kind of access and inside information that would allow them to create controversy, to draw men's eyes onto the I and mean, that's only got worse. But what's happened lately, I think, which is a fucking mistake, is that some of these fucking dirt sheet writers who were scum 20 years ago are now held up as if they're like, um, important figures in the fucking wrestling industry. They've been forgiven for their misdemeanors over the years and they, they, they were fucking scum 20 years ago and they're still scum the day. Yeah, they're yeah. still scum the day. The only difference is now they have a fan base of rest, uh, wrestling fans who've been fucking sucked in um, to listen to their shite, to gain that. And now they, they have a mere traction with, um, you know, in terms of getting inside information and stuff like that. But they're still at their fucking core. They're still the kind of trash journalists, the trash writers that, in most other areas, we don't fucking put up with anymore. But yet, yeah, wrestling fans still get stuck in. But just, just fucking ditch these cans. Unfollow them, unfollow them on the social media accounts. Stop fucking listening to them. New, new days when you have mere access to wrestlers as real living people than you ever did before when you can go on Twitch and talk to wrestlers, when you can tweet at wrestlers, when you don't need these fucking dirt sheet people anymore. They were scum 20 years ago and they're still scum today. So don't act surprised when they try and profit on a tragedy now because it's the same thing they would have done fucking 20 years ago and did they 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago now. Fucking
3: here, here, by the way, here, here. And, and I I admit to myself, that right, I put my horns up a couple of years ago. I'd say about five, six years ago. Um, I was guilty of, like, no praising these guys. But I remember one time having a match in America and then the next night in St. Al Snow, I'm not going to say which guy it was, but he, he basically said, oh, he buried the match last night and um, he, was, he messaged me about it and I was talking to him back and forth, which was true. And Al Snow went through me, man. Went through me. He was like, "Fucking stop that now." He's like, "Do not be getting hard-ons for these fucking internet journalists." He was like, "This is pathetic." He goes, "People are fucking. These people are. are, are like Melzer is. He. He. I mean, this is. I mean, I. I. have met Melzer a few times. I actually happened quite late. The guy. Even though I don't agree with the stuff he posts, I wasn't happy a couple of months ago when Bob Ryder died, and it was. It was up own his the fucking before, before disgrace. TNA before TNA had fucking even announced it themselves. And, um, uh, you know, he's, he's, the big, he's the biggest worker out of them all. He's the biggest worker out of all the boys. How he's managed to to do this for years and still turn a coin out it and, and make people think that everything he says is gospel and it's the, the right way of thinking... It's like, you know me, I, I don't... These matches where I, I, they're meant to be five and six stars, I watch them, it's no it's not my fucking... Mm-hmm. No my... It's no my scene, it's not my kind of uh, favourite t- type of wrestling. But that kind of... Feel, people try to... It feels as if they go their way to press this. these kind of guys,
2: and well the only people that can take the power away from these people the power away for these people are the wrestling fans you fucking stop listening to them and it's and it's moments like that it's moments when they, there are always moments just look out for them there's always moments when these people show their true colors um, like you said, Gredo, about breaking the news of that death before um, a family had even been fucking properly notified um, to the situation with Brodie Lee and Brodie Lee's wife having to step in um, to defend the situation. it's They, they always show their true colours, so just don't give, them, don't give them any more oxygen, man. Just like they've always, always have been scum. They're called dirt sheets for a reason. Uh, okay, anyway, let's get back to what the show is. John wants to bury Drew testing positive for COVID. He hopes the big man gets well soon. Um obviously we all um we all want to see that as well. Sure it'll be fine. Big Drew will be fine. Um yep, and he wants but, to put, put over WWE starting to push Nakamura. Are they though? Let's wait and see on that front. David wants to put over Omega versus Phoenix. And um, did you watch that, Greedo? I did. And again. During that show there was
3: uh what do you call them Big fucking swagger and warlord, whatever you call him. I enjoyed that meal, And I'm not trying to fucking look at me, I like the, the, the other I don't like these matches, but I genuinely feel as if I've saw the, the type of matches fucking a lot recently. And uh, it just it's no it's just not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea at all. What did you did you watch it, John? Did you watch it, rap?
4: I've not seen the makeup. first phoenix. Hey, it was really good, but
3: five star. I mean it was Listen, it was a great match. It was a, it really was a good match. But I kind of fell asleep halfway through it. Um, but I mean, they are amazing at what the day. is. I, I generally think, all the guys that do all that, Phoenix is the best. That Ray Phoenix is shit
2: hot, man. He is the top dog. At all that stuff. Um, Willie wants to say that he's not got anything to bury this week because he stopped watching Raw. Uh, but he does want to put over Nakamura in the gauntlet match on SmackDown. Almost forgot how good he can be. Well, he still gave up, gave up on Raw, but he's still staying loyal to WWE. Ross is Barry and Goldberg. Give about a bit of background for everybody. Goldberg's back. Obviously challenging Drew for the title at Royal Rumble. Which, I, I, which you know what? I, I'm excited to see that. I really am. Let me tell you something. It's just the respect thing was a bit stupid. Let me tell you something. Fucking... Drew fucking is loving the fact he's fighting fucking Goldberg. I can put my money on it, I'm fucking big time. Drew is is going to be loving. You think they're going to come up to Drew and say, "Listen, we think we want you to work a program with Goldberg," and he's going to fucking put his oh, foot down while well, that? Is he fucked, mate? Right. You want to fucking fight Goldberg? You want to beat the? You want to beat the fucking the top dogs? You need to remember the individuals that are involved here. You need to remember that wrestling is a is a people is a people game. Mm. And if Vince McMahon's going to come to Drew and say, listen, we're going to stick him Goldberg, main event, Royal Rumble. Um, fuck, man, you're going to do it. Nine, of course you're going to do it. Amazing. But, Goldberg. If Goldberg wins the belt, though? Who cares? What about it? Who cares? a fucking work, brother. Who cares if Goldberg wins the belt? Goldberg, I would say, still legitimately has star power. He has star power. He's still Absolutely. Goldberg. The Wayne's um, will love him. And, you know, let's see if he wants to beat Drew, which obviously... <laughs>
3: sure you really care about fucking internet was exploding I'd love to see all the greeting faces it a good
2: laugh I don't think he will though They will mate. I don't think he will um, but anyway Ross hates the idea he says the old man should just walk away waste of a main event slot they could be giving to someone how somebody. is it? because they moan no, any no, other month anyway Grado listen to this oh. waste of a main event slot they could be giving to someone like Keith Lee who would fucking take Drew versus Keith Lee when I'm sitting down with my snacks to watch a Royal Rumble, right, with my daughter? Are you asking me would I rather see Scottish champion Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg or Drew versus fucking Keith Lee while I'm eating my while I'm eating my doritos? I could take Goldberg every time, mate.
3: That's not. That big guy is a big agile fucker. He's fucking good at what he does, but again, that isn't my scene either, man. I don't. Uh. You what know, hey. I mean, it's it's sorry right to watch, but it's.
2: But but you but know just, I like Keith Lee. I, I like but him on all, no, but, but if, he, can... he's no, he's no, the, he's no there yet. We don't need to put, we don't need to put two new stars in the one match. Get a fucking new star, which is Drew, in, wait, one of the old stars, one of the legends. I'm happy to watch that. I'm happy to watch that until there's a point where he can go. And Goldberg at the moment can still go enough. Uh, Jonathan wants to put all the support and love, the wrestling world. shown to Brodie Lee's family. And Barry ought fannies trying to make it a brand war. I don't think there was that many people actually trying to make it a brand war, for being honest. I think it was a very small minority on Twitter who are doing all the AE stuff. I don't think it was really there. Ryan wants to bury the Raw Legends show. A week and a half on I still feel dirty for it. Fucking Hulk Hogan, man. What the fuck? Listen, the, the Legends, this was the first time I kind of felt watching one of these Legends shows that I was like, these Legends, the shine has faded for these Legends now. It was pretty slim pings. Um, So I kind of agree with that there. That wasn't good. Uh, Scott wants to put over a Bullet Club reunion on Dynamite. That was cool. And once they bury the whole Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss, the Fiend angle. When I thought I'd seen it all with Randy literally murdering the both of them over the past few weeks. We've now got Alexa shooting fire out or haunt at him. Absolutely no idea where the angle goes for here. It's I mean, um, I would like to see I warned you months ago when yous were all gone, Oh, Alexa Bliss gone, the Fiend is brilliant, instead exciting. It is fucking rotten. Still rotten. And you've got you've got Randy Orton there who is just fantastic. Please stick him in a program with a proper professional wrestler who we know at the culmination of that program we're going to get a great wrestling match. Please do that. No harm to Alexa Bliss, no harm to The Fiend, but Randy Orton is so far above that level. He shouldn't be fucking slumming it there for me. Um, Jamie wants to bury the continued burial of Ricochet in WWE, boys are a hard like it's a look-in. And once they put over Carrion Cross's return, won't belong to that, boys in the main roster. Absolute machine. I'm a big fan of Carrion Cross. I think the two of them have got a, a, a great look. Um, uh, excited to see where that goes. They're kind of like what The Fiend and Alexa Bliss wish they were. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. But currently, The Fiend and Alexa Bliss is like two people that turn up at Comic Con a fat guy and a wee lassie. Dressed up in the cute fucking Comic Con. <laughs> You're not for Ryan, you know, not really. Uh, Paul wants to put over the W tribute show, tribute show to Brody Lee. Great shows over the festive season. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, he enjoyed as well. Wants the Barry Ross been stinking lately. But the Triple H return this week, Andy Alexa, Randy Orton stuff. So there you go. That proves me rank because Paul Paul likes Paul likes that kind of stuff. We, the lassies finally fireball fireballs in people's face and stuff like that. So. Um, Aye, so, so that's that. I could be right. And remember, I'm only playing a character on this show anyway. So I'm he's he's real man, i mean as well, man. So it might not be it. my real opinions at all. Um, I'm not wanting fucking big Keith Lee pulling me up, man. I want The Fiend away. I I want, I want him to go back to being Bray Wyatt. I want him to go back to being Bray Wyatt so he can cut promos properly and stuff like that again. I think... I like The Fiend, man. I like I would, it well. I would love to have... I would love to just... I would love to write. I would love to see, if I, see Vince McMahon, you know that dream you always have. Vince McMahon gives you a job with WWE and he goes, right, what do you want to do here? I'd be like, put me put me away. The, the fucking fiend put me with Bray Wyatt let me write some storylines let me write because that because he he's a talent he's got a great mind I think fucking I mean.
3: definitely man bring back remember he was an old cowboy boots not that fucking dusty Springfield and all that movie. what was his the name we, again
2: fucking I criticize his rest of fucking... matches because I do think his matches only good but the reason why his matches only good I think is because he's so invested in making the character work that it gets in the way of the good matches do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like a balance has to be struck there because I. I, you know, I just feel as if we've still not seen him at his best. It's frustrating, you know what I mean? What was, um, was he called again? Husky Harris? Could you imagine he came back as Husky Harris, man? I think it's, you know, anyway, it's... it's That's it, stupid. We'll Sorry. See. Anyway, it's good, it's good that he has some time. Obviously, he's lost his friend and stuff like that, and I think it's good that he has some time away. Um, And, you know, I just... I, get, I think I'm so hard on The Fiend all the time because I just... I think there's massive, massive potential there for... You know, I, I, w- I wish there was somebody at the WWE who recognised how, how great a mind he has for, for performance and for all that and be able to just kind of tweak it into something. I don't think they can use They know how to use them right? I don't mm. I don't get it. <laughs> As a part of the show, we invite you, the listeners, to their run-in. Come on and ask Gradle what your New Year resolution is or ask me what the best wrestling game of all time is. Uh, which, by the way, um, a new wrestling game came out um, just this week on the Switch. We're very excited. Hopefully we we'll get to talk about that in future episodes. Let us welcome oh. to this week's run-in. Let us welcome uh. this week's run-in. Steven. McCarthy. Stevie. Where are you, brother? Hello, Stevie. What's How, doing, you, How are you doing, Rob? How you doing, right? mate? How you doing, mate? Not bad. I thought
1: I Adam's well wanting to buy there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? See, that it took that long. I've as well gone to Dubai. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Which team do you support? See, I'm a Celtic man.
3: Would you make a Peter Lowell statement there? The, the video you watched it <laughs> yet?
1: I've just put it on Twitter there. Buff the Buff the Care push. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it yet. honestly. I've not
2: seen I've had a
1: season ticket for twenty two years, and honestly, like right, Camden, there's no people. Clyde. It
2: scunnerds you though, doesn't it? It's gunners you. It's the it's the fucking attitude in them innit? it it's,
1: it's pure gal- it should be called gallus <laughs>
2: they, they should be they should be fucking fawn on their knees and apologising the lot of them um, that photo of them by the pool drinking the pints man
1: it was like we're sorry but we're
2: well, no sorry
1: that's Aye. exactly what it was fucking disgraceful
2: the I lot mean, obviously. The they're acting like wrestlers. Ah uh, yeah. I was like wrestling kind of it's a heel turn. It's like a are turning heel on their end fans. That's what it's like. They're like, <laughs> ten in a row. Fuck it then. <laughs> like, see if you were see if you were scripting it. See if you were like scripting Selic right? Baby face Selic, for a heel turn. This would be the timing, right? This is when you'd pull the trigger on it. You'd go, right, have them come out. So they're going to win the league nine years in a fucking row, right? Here's a streak. <laughs> and they're going to come out. And they're dead, certs. So to fucking win the 10, right? They're going to come out and then they're just going to turn up and they're going to turn around to the fans and go, like, fuck it, 10. We're away in our fucking holidays, you idiots. We're away we in our holidays? holidays. What are we saying, sorry for? No, I'm not sorry. I've <laughs> never done anything right? Or there's a fucking there's a virus and we've caught it and we've brought it back and we're spreading the virus about now. So fuck. That's what it was Paul like if you were fucking writing it. If you were writing it, this is what this is what you would write. We fucking won nine. What he's wanting, fuck off, man. He's wanting us to win fucking ten. Fuck off. It's meaningless. It's mean anno- it's fucking annoying it's annoying. How dare they? Keep going, and- man. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're making out the selic supporters are the baddies for fucking gone. Don't come down to the stadium cause COVID and that. Don't come out here away in the fucking <laughs> holiday with our pints. No, this, <laughs> this is wrestling daft. But I, I spoke about it in basketball daft as well. Same. It's, um, it's no anyway. How you doing, Stevie? Sorry.
1: Aye, not bad, man. Not bad, mate.
2: So, aye. So, w- w- what's your story, Stevie? What's, what do you do for a living? Um, what the you? What, what are you married? Are you a girlfriend? Are you? Doing hey, a, uh,
1: um, well, I, I'm a team manager for the gas board.
2: Ah, what's that? Him. Um, was there some gas striking Strike? business happening recently?
1: And that was British Gas, but we don't. We're SGN, and we, we transport it. Right, if you okay. smell gas, we come out and sort it. And, you, and
2: have you got any wins? Or have you?
1: Aye, I've got a, a daughter. She's she's seven. I was married, but me and my wife split up. For so sake, I started man. watching wrestling again. That's basically what happened. That's did, a you not,
2: did, did you know? Is that why you split up? Because you started watching wrestling again? No, no,
1: it was just
2: one of the things we drifted apart, Rob. Drifted oh apart, God. mate. Wait, is he it? thirty-two? It's sad when it happens. <laughs> that' way the one with the drifting apart and stuff. How long were you together? Uh
1: ten
2: years Ten year, aye. I was like, with my ex. I was we were together for sixteen years Sixteen I was Thirteen, year. mate, aye. Um, and then you know it was the same kind of story. Just all the years, just you know. It's just, hard when You need ba- big dramatic run. incident, or no. anything just no, no big dramatic incident. No, no, there was no,
1: no, involved. Just. Drifted apart.
2: part. Um, so what are your, What have you been enjoying since you get back into wrestling again?
1: Uh, no, as much. Raw's terrible. Smackdown, right. I enjoyed, AEW. impressed me a lot recently and I didn't think I would like it by day but it is a wee bit too flippy-dippy for me. Just a wee mm. bit. I prefer a story. Aye. You know
2: mm. what I mean? Uh, Raw is too long and it is, uh, I, I, I think ever since Raw went to three years it's just, it's never been good really.
1: Aye. Right. I, I watched the one that was on Monday there and it was honestly
2: do you miss no the fans bad. being there say again uh, fans aye do you miss the fans being in
1: the room with Oh, them? big time aye I was talking to John on, I was on the the March one before and I've never been to an ICW event I'd love to go to one oh. so when it comes
3: back I'm there I'm gone aye the thing is with ICW man it's like, even if you're not a wrestling fan i can seen loads of folk that are right at the start I'd go right come and see this and they'd be fucking mega blown away though, but look I'm not a fan of wrestling but that is a brilliant night out Aye, I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to go. I've watched a bit uh, on the network. I don't think like it's the same. Like, I mean, it's that that stuff on the network. I watched some of that. Has been really, really good. And um, the wrestling's been brilliant. But. ICW is all about empty arenas and stuff. Like that. You know, it's all about the, the, the big part. Of ICW is the crowd. That's what Bye. it's good that
1: are you can
3: deep- back. to back to ICW. I'll be back. I'm fucking. I'm just have
2: a knee neck to be fucking wrestling now. As I say, I'm struggling to walk upstairs with fucking out of breath. Um, <laughs> it's good that they've got like his Sha was working again and stuff. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. good to coach was there. It's good that that's happening. It's you know allowing somebody like Sha to kind of get back. And so obviously he was laid out with a, a, an injury for a long time as well. You know what I mean?
3: I've got a question what made you stop re- watching
2: wrestling because it happens to have a lot of people uh, I broke my virginity <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I've <went> away <laughs> for years and years and then you know what wrestling's like it's one of the ones like oh I like it because my, my nephew likes it and all that you never uh, actually to go I, I like watching guys in spandex wrestling <laughs> if you mean, don't yeah.
2: have if you don't have mates that are into it then it's uh, well, you know, sometimes you can find yourself a bit isolated in terms of how to talk about it with
1: uh, I've got my, my big mate, become call him Viscera. Does he look like Viscera? So he's he's in the question. I'll go for Europe. He's, he's uh, I need you to settle something.
2: All oh, right, right. Let's go. Let's do it.
1: Right. So I want you to hit. so mate, as I say, me and my big mate, uh, yes. Ford Kiernan, right? He was on a podcast recently, <laughs> right? And I thought he was a good guy, but my big mate said he's a wank. Can you confirm if he's a good guy or a wank?
0: Right, okay. <laughs>
2: I'm going to tell you a story about Ford Kiernan, right? And and you you can tell me the answer to that question, right? Years ago, More Dent and the Fat, uh, me and Ian Connell were writers on it, and we wrote um we wrote the big man character, right? The kind of gangster character that Ford Aye. Kiernan did. And um now when you write for when you write for a show like that, basically you write the stuff and you you sign the contract and nothing belongs to you, right? So it's Aye. like you write it, write it, get away. And it does not belong to you. It belongs to them. You've got no rights to any of it. Ford Kiernan, this was when Tune of Fat was really successful. Ford Kiernan go got an advert gig on the radio playing the big man character, right? Right. And he came up with the bits of never, We never wrote any of the stuff or anything like that, right? But he just got that gig and got some money in his pocket for doing that character. And one day I was in a house my mom comes to me and she goes, Ford Kiernan's on the phone. And I was like, what? <laughs> he says. She says, Ford Kiernan's on the phone I was like Why would Ford Kiernan Be fucking on the phone Right I went I took the phone I was Ford Kiernan on the phone And he says Listen I've been Offered this radio gig Or doing this character I know you wrote it And stuff like that But I just want to What's your address I want to send you a cheque For a grand
3: Fucking
2: hell man And I was like rights to the, we need rights to the character no need for him to do that aye. But And I was just a young guy At the time as well Like somebody saying I'm going to send you a cheque For a grand it Was like a fucking massive deal oh, You know aye. what I mean when he didn't aye. have to date didn't he have to ring Is didn't he have to date or anything like that so that's my answer to your question
1: right so I'm, I'm right then probably <laughs> <little more. laughs> you
2: got one for Gredo
1: aye I've got one grado right so you seen the film Cast Away well, I love it right so see if you were stuck in a desert island what's the one thing you would have in your bum bag in my bum bag <sighs> See, it's, this is pathetic that I'm thinking
3: about this, right? This is fucking pathetic. but see, the now it's my fucking vape. <laughs>
0: it's,
3: oh, I'm ridiculous. Saying, mate. it's bad. I mean, it's bad, and I know that's the next thing answer, I have a time thinking about this. The now that I don't know how, how you cope with this vape, but it's, this is taking on my life. This is, see, this is one of the things I get embarrassed about. I was, I smoked for about two weeks when I was 16, 17 year old, right? I smoked the Royals, and then I, 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 I gave it up, and then. Started smoking again, and I tried to join the police, and I had to do a running test, a bleak test. So I packed it, and then, then it was only I was one of the day, fucking losers, you know. When you're in the booze and all that, and I get twos in the fag and all that, can tap and folk fags. You don't smoke, I did. Can what I mean? I, I, yeah, and and I kind of did that all the way. All the way I was up to. Funnily enough, when uh, up until my fucking relationship ended, I was like, "Fuck it, man! I'm buying fags." and I was like, "I fucking love this, man! I fucking <laughs> love this." And I swear to God, that was a most embarrassing hangover. I was smoking 40 a day. I met Jalassie, who I'm way the and I basically would hang out her fucking bedroom one day. I know it makes it sound as if she's young, but she stays in a fucking house with there's or all families in it, right? Long story, but I, and I was embarrassed fucking hanging out this one day smoking 40 a day. She ended up getting me onto the vape, and right. I liked like it. But mate, this is such a fucking grip on me, the man. I wake up at two in the morning, I'll go for a piss, and I'll fucking. Vape on it I get affronted When I listen back to podcasts And you can hear me sucking it I lost it in Christmas Eve And I'm fucking Run about I'm endlessly trying to... <laughs> I, need vape, I need a vape I need a vape I need a vape I need a vape It's pathetic So I just wanted to get Out, out of my system I don't know how you cope with it But it's fucking annoying Was that the answer, was I, was that I'm, an I'm answer You were alone I'm,
1: for Stevie? Aye No that's that, <laughs> that does me boys <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> An existential crisis there Faye Grado. <laughs> About his, uh, about his vape So you can find out Mary that chat On, uh, grade on Stevie's <laughs> new show Vape Daft um, <laughs> Which will be <laughs> Coming down the line Stevie thanks so much For coming on cheers, um, And cheers, speaking cheers. so openly About your personal life And stuff like that Which is always good Which I always encourage Guys should name Mary So um, onwards and upwards mate And I and hope you have a good 2021 Thanks cheers, boys
0: Steve,
3: Right, it's locked in again, and people are going daft for the telly and trying to cram in as much stuff as they can to watch. Uh, I myself, I've been watching a wee bit. Actually, I've not actually mentioned this, but I've been watching Lucha Underground. Do you know the Express VPN? You can use that to try and unlock that, John. I don't know if you're aware of that. You should get. to I
4: know we, we were talking about in the March. You can uh, get onto ExpressVPN Express VPN and unlock the Netflix USA, and uh, I think Lucha Underground's still up there, isn't
3: it? As is, I still up there. I watched it last week. It, it, it's good. Um, you stick on to Express VPN. And it changes basically where you are, and you can control where the sites think you're located now. You just open the app. You select your location. Um, I sometimes put in... Well, you need to put in, actually, America. You can use Mexico as well. Um, I think it's any of the Americas you can use to try and unlock that. But um, you press one button to connect. You refresh the the page. And you've got access to thousands of new shows and movies. There's uh, 100 different countries on there. So you can supercharge your Netflix subscription. And you can get more content. You can get The Dark Knight and the Brooklyn 999. That's on uh, the Canadian Netflix. You've got Rick and Morty on the France Netflix because sometimes that comes on and comes off you've even got the fresh pints of Bel Air episodes that comes up if you're on the uh, Australian Netflix so it works with any streaming service you can there's Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube and you can get access to the, the free streaming service Peacock, just change your location to US so Well, why do you want to choose ExpressVPN uh, over the other VPNs? Because there's honours out there, but you can stream in HD, there's no buffering, there's no lag. Uh, It's basically compatible with all the devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart tellies, loads of stuff. Not only that, it lets you change your location, it also encrypts your data, and it lets you surf the web safely and anonymously so go to expressvpn.com slash wrestling to get an extra three months at expressvpn for free so that's expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling
0: every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a US based restoration specialist on your team
2: Now every week we run down a chat of something wrestling related on our list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. As it's January, we thought we would look to the year ahead and ask you to vote between either who we think is going to be big in 2021 or some outlandish predictions for 2021. And with 84% of the vote, it was the outlandish predictions that won. So here's my top three outlandish predictions of 2004-2021. Uh, Right. Um, my number three is that there is going to be a Goldberg title reign um, that is going to be ended by know who you think is going to end it Drew's not going to win it back Roman Reigns isn't going to win the belt after it's not going to be the fiend it's going to be a returning Brock Lesnar who takes the title off Goldberg. Uh, so that's my number three prediction as Brock Lesnar returning uh, to defeat Goldberg and take the title. What do you think about that, Grado?
3: Aye, um, as I say, uh, I think Goldberg will be used this year. It's quite obviously Vince can to him in times of need when the old ratings are going do the old toilet. Um, and Brock as well I I don't mind watching another Brock and Lesnar match their match at Mania where they they actually went 8 or 9 minutes I thoroughly enjoyed it
2: My number 2 prediction is that Undertaker is going to show up at AEW and is going to be involved in a match with Sting
3: The Gravedigger, Mark Callis
2: That is going to be happening Stang vs. Undertaker is going to be happening in AEW towards the end of 2021 and it's going to be astonishing. uh, But not quite as astonishing as my number one outlandish prediction for 2021. (laughs) Who is going to make an appearance in WWE hugely controversially as a heel manager in 2021? Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to be on WWE programming in 2021 as a heel manager and he is going to have an altercation with Roman Reigns about who is the head of the table. (laughs) Uh, Trump and Roman Reigns against each other and people are going to be disgusted and shocked that WWE would do this and Vince is going to be (laughs) rubbing his horns as his ratings go through the, the fucking roof. So that's my number one outlandish prediction 2021. You are going to see Donald Trump returning. Hall of Famer. WWE Hall of Famer, Donald Trump returning to WWE. Might even see Mick Foley in the mix in there. He did um, suggest that Donald Trump should have his Hall of Fame ring taken off him. So anything can happen in the Aye, WWE. That's a work you're right? Okay, let's see what... That was a fucking belter, wasn't it? He's never thought that about, was about that, was fucking, bra- oh, Rob, that was tremendous, mate. You're good at this shit, man. He's never thought about that, did you? Nah, nah. I right. thought you were going to say you. Sadly, not. I wish. Right. So, here's what the punters are saying. Well, for fuck's sake, Chris, the very first one there, Donald Trump will appear on fucking an episode <laughs> of WWE TV this year. That's, really fucking, That's funny, man. I can't fucking believe that. Like, I genuinely can't fucking believe that. I thought I would have had the most original thought in the world there. Uh, Chris is also suggesting that CM Punk will fight Cody Rhodes in the AEW in front of his biggest ever audience. It wouldn't he be his biggest ever audience? Um, and Ronda Rousey will return and win the Intercontinental title. she then feud with Becky over it. I would love Ronda Rousey to return. I'm hoping that. Isn't an outlandish uh, production? Jamie says CM Punk comes back to WWE. Never happening. AEW has a UK pay-per-view by the end of the year. Don't see that either. Don't see it happening. Only the reason because of the, the, the pandemic. But yeah, I think it. it would have happened by now. Um, Ross says for basically start a feud with Jax and then beat her clean in minutes. That's no fucking outlandish. That's just a prediction. That's, that could happen next week. Mm-hmm. Ross, that could happen next week. Uh, going to be... I'm not doing any Sorry, Ross. It has to be more outlandish than that. John says, Keith Lee is WWE champion. That's not that outlandish, I don't nah. think. Fans back in venues. That's outlandish. Uh, Tony Khan buying impact. That's that outlandish. That's no that, 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 that probably would have surprised me. Chris says Adam Cole to win the WWE or Universal Championship, the most outlandish prediction of all of these fucking predictions. Uh, Nakamura, Cesaro and Sami Zayn end up in AEW. That's not happening. Willie says at least one episode of Dynamite this year will get a higher overall rating than an episode of Raw.
4: Hmm. I don't
2: think that's outlandish, by the way. I, think I don't think it's happen. outlandish. I think that could happen. Karate Warrior 2. Probably not so outlandish, but Fox gets tired of WWE's crap ratings and creative and just buys out the whole damn thing and runs it themselves. A very outlandish. That's not happening. Can I, can I, how much is Tony Can worth, by the way?
3: Because a lot of people sometimes forget that the company that owns uh, t Impact Anthem, they, their net worth yearly is always like $100 billion.
2: Uh, He's. I mean, it would need to
3: be in their interest to kind of sell that on. You would never think it, but it's a... Anthem's a fucking mega mega company, man.
2: Uh, okay, hey, Henderson experiences New Day and a triple threat at some point. Versus Drew, Drew. Uh, New Day and a triple threat at some point against each other. He's meaning, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't see that. Don't see that. Uh, That's quite outlandish. I think Drew versus Triple H. That's not that outlandish, I don't think. I don't think that's outlandish. Davey says, do you remember the WWF magazine used to make predictions in January? I'm sure Russell was behind that. Well, the January 97 magazine said of Brian Pillman, is this the year he finally explodes and he died in October? Interesting factoid for you.
3: Just want to um, retract would... that statement, that Anthem, 100 billion is a lot of shit. That's for a pharmaceutical company called Anthem.
2: But I know it's up there. So Anthem's turnover is actually just £100 <laughs> a year. Um, and that's just for you, Gredo, buying Impact paper views. Steven <laughs> says Charlotte versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Extremely outlandish. Lee says CM Punk returns at a rumble. Complete nonsense. Derek says Gredo to win the rumble and reveal Rab his manager.
0: Well,
2: don't think yeah. that outlandish, to be honest. If there, was, if there was a green corridor, then maybe Grado beats Roman for the title at WrestleMania, then gets called out by Bingo Balance. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that be? Vince, if you're man. listening, we are open to talk. We, we talk about it. Woo! If you want to get uh, some Wrestling Daft merch, by the way, if you want to be part of this tribe that we're talking about here, the Wrestling Daft tribe, um, you, you, we've got loads of new designs. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to t- tell you about this. Um, we've got the markers here, um, a picture of the Wrestling Daft belt on it. We've got Wrestling's Kid on. Wrestling's Kid on is the best fucking wrestling t shirt there is in existence. Um, and one with a mortal quote for the mortal Hulk Hogan. Good night, Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life. It don't know. It's a work when you work, a work, and work yourself into a shoot marks, which he still hasn't sent a cease and desist for. So get it before the cease and desist lands. Save it. Uh, not only that, we've got hoodies, face masks, phone covers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. <laughs> Imagine you were a wrestler on the way back for a show, and you wanted to pop the boys. What's the one story you could tell that would put you over? Well, me and Gredo jumped in the motor and we wanted to tell your story. So let's open this car and get started. Do you get any Febreze left, mate? Do you ask, yeah. nah, nah, man, I don't, I don't care. I just think it's when we hit the next town, I'll, I'll go to a proper laundrette and get guess I've got, as a woman, I know that does sort me at night. Cool. Uh, am was a good Tuesday night, mate? Oh I was, I was, I managed to shift a lot of merch in there Aye, oh, fucking Whoa. beefs great A oh, fucking Mark's in there, A oh. the Mark
3: town innit Fucking right, beef is, oh, them, strobs Anyway, let me tell you a wee
2: story Oh yeah, a story for me? Beautiful I was about
3: 20 year old, uh, must have been, year 2000 actually, I would have been about 23 Some folks say I was in my prime at 23
2: You uh, were me? you were I- yeah.
3: Well, a group of my mates. It was about eighties. We saved up for a year. We did a ski season in Whistler, Canada. Beautiful a ski place. ski season in Whistler, Canada. Four months we spent smoking joints, skiing, going out five nights a week. Good times, by the way. Stayed in the cheapest accommodation I could find. It was, it was essentially a kind of dodgy hostel. It was about twenty bunk beds and one massive room. It was it was a sketchy place, Rob. Not me.
2: Oh, aye, And this was in Whistler,
3: eh? This is in Whistler, Canada. Beautiful place. With a, with a basically the state of the holiday. Me and the gang were out at some club, and I'm starting to to talk to this lassie right, blonde S- lassie, swing her right, swing a right here, mate. Big American lassie. She was she was travelling on no, awe up in Whistler. Anyway, we ended, whistler? Up, we ended up snogging and uh, getting getting our randy, getting on randy way in the dance floor. Oh, she still suggesting that we get back to my place, right? So. Now, I possibly exaggerated where I was staying during my shit chat-up. There was zero chance I was going to take her back to that dodgy hostel. There was absolutely no way.
2: Ah, uh, well, we have fucking, isn't you? you're nothing, you're nothing, Nothing's happening there.
3: Nothing's happening there going back to that dive. So, I still suggest it's no too far away. We'd be better going back to hers. So, no, she says, she says, I'm sleeping on a pull-out sofa in my pal's living room. So, at this stage, I'm at risk of losing out in a guaranteed shag. And it's been a fair old time at this point. Before I had uh, had any, so I keep persuading her until she agrees that we can back to hers and maybe leave this club. So we get to her place. Right? It's it's a flat high up in some block. This right. is in Whistler. This is in Whistler. Right. So we enter our, and this place is. I can pitch black. There's a bit of moonlight coming through the living room windows, but ugh, I can see barely see a hang So we fumble our way to the folded sofa in the living room, which is our bed and. Instead, gone at it, didn't we?
2: A like sex. She keeps. <laughs> Having sex?
3: Well, you know, go kiss and tell again. Anyway, she keeps uh, telling me to be quiet so we don't wake up one of our flatmates. She's kind of known about this quite a lot, she's persistent. So we go at it for about half an hour. We're gone doing it each other. Chagging. <laughs> Very enjoyable. <laughs> Fucking a lot of detail we are here, mate. Then sleep. The next morning, I waken to find myself in the sofa bed, a little disorientated, but I start to remember the night before. This lassie's still asleep next to me. He was stirring for the kitchenette, which is basically part of the living room. So I sat up, and there's another lassie opening kitchen cupboards, probably making something for breakfast. Aye, aye. All right, I say. The lassie gets a bit of fright. At my voice, and she turns around and she smiles at me for a second, then she just stares at me, this really weird look on her face for about 15 seconds, saying absolutely nothing. Clearly, this lassie I said, with with me, supposed to bring folk home because I'm getting this strangest look.
2: Are you getting the daggers? You're getting like, the daggers. Yeah,
3: but I'm thinking, come on, we're all young, we're all on holiday. Oh, Relax, aye. calm your shits Just then, flatmate two, a guy walks in, and I'm just about to say, well, any chance of a coffee? He jumps about oot his skin and looks at me like I've just insulted his maw. These people are fucking so uptight that they never bring a guy or lassie home for fuck's sake. So by this point there's me set up awkwardly in the middle of these strangers loving them as a bird of pout is still sound asleep and I could really day by waking them up at this point because this is awkward as fuck. So I still trying to make really shit small talk with a pair of flatmates in the hope that can I wake her up? Flatmates, no having it up, no interest in my chat, just staring at me like I'm a trespasser. This is bad, right? I'm thinking like, I just need to get the hell out of here. So aye, aye, aye. I'm only wearing it slight, like, you know. I'm only my pants. Uh, all my other clothes are littered round the ground. And I decide to grab all the clothes and get into the bathroom as quick as possible. do is I'll get dressed in there and just walk out the door, right. Chemist like this takes about three attempts because the f- the, f- the flares sliding and I've no got a fucking clue where the bathroom is. So I open a door, it's a fucking cupboard, right? Then a kinda weird sorta of bedroomy storagey area. I'm in there until I finally get in the bathroom, right? On this while the flatmates are just staring at me with their mouth open. Aye, what?
2: Aye.
3: what the actual fuck? Yeah. So I get into the bathroom, I'm thirsty as a camel, so I get my mouth under the cold tap and I just drink. And drink, and drink, and drink. Rab ah! I say to myself, "That's a bit better." I look in the mirror. I scream, staring back at me as a guy that looks like me, but this guy is covered head to torso in blood. No juice, blood, Perfect. but deep, dark red, dried-on blood. We have big, dried-on, purpley, clotty bits all on my face, ears, neck chest it's even my fucking teeth Rob I'm fucking losing it what the fuck happened to me so after a minute after a minute of panic confusion and just disbelief I realise she's a heavy flow girl on her period and I've went doing on her in the pitch black for like 10 minutes thought so I wasn't making her super wet after all. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> then I start seeing things coming from the flatmates view. They've walked into their own living room. I've been sat up in their sofa bed looking like a maniac psycho who's just killed a flatmate. Going, <laughs> alright, any chance of a coffee? I'm from Scotland, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, What's happened to you, mate? Oh, mate, fucking hell. Man. Anyway, I hear a commotion from the living room. I've woken this lassie up, and now it's just total confusion. I open the door, and the lassie's right there. She says, hey, you better leave. I sheepishly find the door, still in my pants, clutching my clays, and I stumble into the hall grab. I get dressed in the corridor. It's eight o'clock in the morning in Canada. Blown a blizzard. The bus, driver let me, let me, the bus driver wouldn't let me go on, so I had to walk... Three miles back into the town to my hostel where I finally got a shower. And that is the story, Rab, of how I spent the next few weeks nicknamed the Butcher of BC, British Columbia.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hiya,
3: I'm from Scotland, where you from? Here, a coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Unbelievable, mate! Can't believe it happened to you. Can't believe yeah. it happened to you. Let's go on right. to the next turn. Let's go on to the next turn. Right, right. So, who who f- saying that insane story? In he, well, he, he wants to to be known as Cooper
3: from Edinburgh. He says, just call me Cooper from Edinburgh. I'd appreciate <laughs> if you can just call me Cooper from Edinburgh. So, I don't know whether Cooper is he's he's right name. If you really are Cooper, that's not like um, a
0: cover
2: story for an actual murderer, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> it's fucking worrying, man.
2: <laughs> that that fucking coffee hangs fucking brilliant, man. <laughs> brilliant, beautiful. Now, if you have a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be any day we wrestling. Just a funny story about your life. It's going to pop the boys. Drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on the Facebook page. I pop the girls as well. Aye, but i mean meaning me, like, uh, You know, you know what? You know what? I'm, we're the, boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, as in us. Is it going to pop us? Sorry. So that's it for Wrestling Daff. We need to uh, choose our listener of the week Our first listener of the week of 2021 uh, My suggestion is immediately going to be I really like Chief J Strongbow Dark Fruits I love that um, I love that I also loved Jushin Super What was it? Oh that's the one so Aye. It's going to have to be Jushin Super Lager Jushin Super Lager <laughs> Johnny as a listener of the week um, Very very close there Just go right out of the wire Hey, that's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us and wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content for the video version of this show, get on board at patreon.com forward slash Daft. Uh, we want to make this show bigger and better through 2021. We're going to be flinging about ideas, about changes that we can make and mm-hmm. other things that we can do to really grow it because hey, we've, got a, we've got a good wee community here and I think 2021 could be our year to become the best wrestling podcast in the world. Why well, not know check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft as well and wear it while you sit about the house. All
3: right, it's like, you know what, I mean, I don't know if it causes me a hassle or it interrupts the show, but I, obviously I love connecting with the community, you know, and I know people come on and they get the, the questions and that's a better experience for thought But if you've got any, if there's something there that, 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 that Rab said, if I've said, if John said that's fucking really getting your goat man or you want to know something you want to know the, you want to know some dirt don't hesitate to, to, to email us man what do you think John?
2: Oh, is it's good. no man it's, yeah. it's a two way this is a conversation this, this is, is a, a conversation it's you, your show folks and
3: if there's anybody you want us to interview as well I know we, we don't do interviews as much but I've said to is we can because I'm right back into the rest and I want to speak to a few guys I've got a couple of ideas in my head who I really want to speak to I really want to speak to fucking Vince Russo on this show
2: oh that would be great
3: I want to get Russell on, so...
2: that would be great. Let's try and get Russell, right? Mm-hmm. OK, Th- thanks for listening, everybody. Have a happy new year. I'm to say, even though Greedo says we shouldn't be allowed. Have a happy new year and stay safe until we see you.
3: And remember, there is a yellow warning in place, and that is until 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, so do not drive unless it is essential. And if you need any more travel advice, just listen to Go Radio. Just Alexa, launch Go Radio. I'm there every morning, Monday to Friday. With crafty
2: Catch Grade 1 Go Radio And uh, is there anywhere else They can catch you John?
4: Oh they can catch me on Clyde 1 Starting from Monday So um, oh. I'm, the, I'm now Grade radio rival I'm the a- oh,
2: I'm the WWE And he's the AEW Who's the only guy on the show Who doesn't have a radio show It's me I'll just fucking look after my reins You'd hate them breakfast radio Oh you'd hate it Rob It's no you man Cheers boys thanks for the support <laughs> you're gonna like it anyway, Rob. You're gonna like it anyway. So, right, cheers, folks. You get too fast, mate. You're fucked, you brother. Huh? Speak to you next week. How about it? It's your s-
0: hell. Audio frontier.